civil leave him be. He should have known he was in trouble from the day Ross first appeared in London. The young baronet had demanded what he thought was due his family and the clan Ross, and Quentin had dismissed the laird's claim, determined never to reveal the ugly secrets of his past to Ross or anyone else. Since then he'd paid dearly for his silence. The insolent young clan chief had begun riding the roads as the Scottish scourge, Stirring up trouble, Ross was, trying to force Quentin's hand. He robbed Quentin's friends when they strayed into Scotland, telling them to turn for recourse to Lord Duncannon. Though he'd repaid their losses, it was humiliating that he couldn't explain why the man might be robbing them, not without raising questions he refused to answer. Quentin had endured five years of this, hoping Ross would eventually tire of the game. Then Ross had brazenly robbed Quentin's own factor on his way to deposit the rents, His rents provided half his income, for God's sake. At this rate, the man would bankrupt him. So he'd hired Sykeston, an action he already regretted. Entering his study, Quentin surveyed the grim faces of the men assembled there. I told you never to come here. We had no choice, Sykeston said. We're fleeing for our lives. That took him aback. From whom? Sir Lachlan's clansmen. They've been dogging us since we left Ross Craig. Ross's estate. Damn, he should never have told them who he thought the scourge really was. You were supposed to catch him in the act and beat some sense into him so he'd stop this nonsense, not waylay him among his own people. We tried, damn it, Sykeston cried. But he didn't take the bait, no matter how much of your gold we spent or how many inns we went to bragging of being your friends on holiday. We think he has an accomplice, another man put in. Someone in London who knows your friends and tells him who to attack and win. Or else he's canny enough not to fall for fools pretending to be gentlemen, Quentin snapped. He should have hired more sophisticated men, but how was he to find them? He'd had enough trouble finding these. We didn't have an easy time at his estate, neither. His clansmen don't seem to know that their chief is the scourge, Sykeston said. They worship the man, and will go to the death for him. We couldn't even discover where he spends his nights, though it's not at Ross Craig. He's like a wreath, slipping in and out of that estate, always surrounded by his men. That's why I haven't gone to the authorities. His clan would close ranks about him. No matter how convinced Quentin was that Ross was the scourge, proving it wouldn't be easy. With Ross being Quentin's neighbour, the authorities would assume their quarrel stemmed from a property dispute. And if anyone started investigating and discovered the truth, he shuddered. So you couldn't lure him out? We did, Sykeston put in, but only by blackmailing a clansman to find out where he'd be. Then everything went to hell once we caught up with him. Quentin glowered at him. Because he set his clan on you? No, We gave him the beating like you paid us to do. Sykeston exchanged an uneasy glance with his men. But, um, well... Spit it out, man, for God's sake, Quentin snapped. We killed him, my lord. Sir Lachlan Ross is dead. It took a moment for the words to register. Then Quentin felt the room sway around him. Surely he couldn't have heard right. You killed him? It wasn't our fault, another man said. When we jumped him on the bridge, he was armed with a knife. If Johnny here hadn't laid a cudgel to his head... A cudgel? Quentin thrust his face in Sykeston's. 
I told you I only wanted him roughed up a bit. Sigiston glared at him. Indeed you did, my lord, but you weren't there. Ross is built like an ox and fights like one too. He also used to be a soldier, something you forgot to mention when you hired us. Quentin had been afraid they would refuse the job if he told them. Biting back an oath, he stared at Sigiston. So the blow killed him, did it? If it didn't, then the water did. After the man was struck, he fell over the rail and into the lock. Sykeston's lips thinned. He never even came up for air. A chill chased up Quentin's spine. And his body? His clan's men were nearby, so he dared not stay to see if it was found, but he couldn't have survived. He was unconscious when he hit the water. Quentin sank into a chair, overwhelmed at the thought of what his actions had wrought. The rogues had committed murder in his name.